You're listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ursta, where we navigate the messy middle of building a business and all the work that goes into designing a life you love. Melanie Mitro built a seven-figure network marketing empire while working at the kitchen table, raising her boys and trying not to lose her mind. Melanie loves chatting all things marketing, time management, and leadership development. Katie created the foundation of her seven-figure business while teaching full-time, battling cancer, raising her boys and avoiding all things laundry. Katie's got you covered with social media storytelling and impact-driven income. We're building a business right alongside you, giving you the inside scoop to the reality of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the really, really messy middle. We're not letting you build your business alone. Pull up a chair, grab your coffee, and let's make chic happen. Now, here's your hosts, Melanie and Katie. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, one of the hosts of the Make Chic Happen podcast, and it is time for our weekly episode. And gosh, my topic today is near and dear to my heart. It is something that I am currently living through, but it is also something as a business owner trying to get my business up off of the ground. There were many, many times where I was seeing momentum, but it was not happening fast enough. How many of you have ever said to yourself, like, I feel like I should be further along than I am right now? Or am I ever going to be successful? Like, is this really ever going to take flight and gain momentum and just absolutely take off? And so, you know, I know as business owners, many of you are trying to build this side hustle. And the side hustle is truly what you envision to be your full-time passion, your full-time income. But there's sort of this dance that you play. It's kind of this crazy walk between, you know, still needing to produce income in your maybe current situation, but building this side hustle and having a lot of faith and belief and vision and just, you know, sort of hard work that's going to go into getting that side hustle to eventually match and surpass the income that you currently need, right? To be able to make decisions about, you know, leaving jobs or walking away or switching careers. And so today... What we're going to talk about is you guys, those of you that are listening that do have this passion project. We like to sometimes call it our side hustle. And we really want that passion project to become the main thing. But in order for it to become the main thing, we need to really grow it. It's got to be fruitful. It's got to have that income that's paying the bills. And we can't yet walk away from the full-time whatever is paying the bills. So we're sort of like stuck in the middle. So we're going to talk about how to do that. How do you navigate through, I'm seeing momentum, but it's just not enough momentum, not enough income to make that transition. So that's what we're going to dive in and talk about today. Before we do that... I want to make sure that you guys know what is going on here at Chic Influencer. You guys, if you are not subscribed to our email list yet, make sure that you go over to Chic Influencer and you sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's called The Weekly Chic. Um, Make sure you click on products and services at chicinfluencer.com. We have got so many things that are in the works, especially our mentorship program. So we are getting ready to kick off the mentorship. It is going to start the week of July 6th with the very first training happening on the 9th of July. It's an eight-week 
framework for building a rock star business. If you are in network marketing and no, our, we don't just serve people in network marketing, but we did make this eight week framework for rocking your network marketing business because that is an area that Katie and I have really have exponentially grown. That is our background in business. And we really do have a rock solid framework that we can teach you. And we find that so many people out there are floundering around with no onboarding system, no recruitment system, no marketing plan. They're just sort of throwing things out there to see what sticks and when you have that kind of mindset where you aren't systematic in your thinking, you're not looking at your network marketing business as a business when it's kind of more of a hobby, you treat it like a hobby. You aren't using your time wisely, which means you're not maximizing the 24 hours that you've been given in a day, which means you're not being as productive as you can be. And as two very successful women in network marketing, we are giving you our framework for success in all the key areas that are needed to grow a business. So if you are, if you don't have an active upline or you don't have support or systematic trainings, if you are in a company right now, and it could be any network marketing company, if you're in a company that just doesn't have that sort of system or you need this framework this mentorship is for you. Uh, we are already halfway full at the time that I am recording this podcast. Our enrollment actually does close on the 6th of July or when all spots are filled. So I would not wait too long. And then as always, if you go get on our Chic Influencer email list, and we'll just drop that in the show notes, you can also get updates when new services, new trainings, new mentorships, all of those things are actually launching. All right. Let's dive into today's episode, friends. So let's talk a little bit about your side hustle. And I'm just going to, let me just tell you a little story. I have been in network marketing for nine years. I launched my network marketing business at my kitchen table and I would build my business while Landon and Bryce were taking a nap and I would get up early and do my business and sometimes late at night and on the weekends and I was working so hard. I was really trying to understand how to manage my time, to manage my priorities. I saw the potential of what was possible in my business and I just knew that if I put my head down, and I stayed focused on what I could offer other people that my trust and my credibility would grow and I would eventually be able to, you know, reach the benchmarks that I had set for myself, right? And so I read the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. I read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I knew what The Compound Effect was. And I want to share with you this story. This is the one story that I just want you to put in your in the back of your mind, right? Is this. It is the the pumping of the well. And this is one of the chapters in The Compound Effect. And so when you launch any business, when you launch any business, right? You are starting at ground zero. You have zero credibility, you have zero trust, you really have no marketing. You don't really have a lot of content social proof out there yet. So what you're doing is you are working incredibly hard to start building momentum. And if we look at it as a well, right, and we have this well and we start pumping the well. And what happens is as soon as you start pumping the well, nothing comes out, nothing. You get, do not get water immediately out of that well. But what happens is over time, as you are pumping the well, vigorously moving your arm and pumping that well, you start to get this suction that is happening underneath. 
And the suction is happening underneath is not anything that you can actually physically see on the surface, but it's everything that's kind of bubbling up underneath is, is coming closer to the surface. And what happens is all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're pumping this well and you're, you're vigorously, you know, moving your, your hand and you get a drop and you look at yourself and you say, oh my gosh, I'm working so incredibly hard for one drop of water. But some people would actually turn around and walk away. They would say, it's not worth it. My arm hurts. Like there's no water in this well. There's, there's nothing left. It's dried up. Even with that little drop, right? People walk away. But if you, the smart business owner who understands the compound effect, understands the slight edge, you say, you know what? I'm going to keep pumping. I'm going to have belief in what I'm doing that if I just keep pumping this well, eventually water is going to flow. And so you're continuing to pump this well and slowly but surely just a few drops start coming out of that well. And all of a sudden, with the same pressure and the same effort of pumping that well, you now have a steady stream of water. You are filling up your your water jug. You are hydrated. You are feeling good. And you're like, oh my gosh, I am so incredibly grateful that I didn't give up on pumping the well. And what happens is now you're pumping the well with the same effort, the same intensity that you were before when no water was coming out, but you've created a compounding effect. So now your efforts are starting to pay off. That is the exact same thing. This analogy of pumping the well, and it's the same thing in business. If you are to see and understand the compounding effect of the way that a business is grown and we all, we all want things to happen yesterday because it's also the kind of society that we live in. We just, we're not very good at being patient in the process, right? And so as you're listening to this today, I want to ask you, are you the new business owner that is just starting to pump the well and you're having to be patient with the fact that you are working vigorously, you're showing up, you're creating social content you're putting yourself out there. You're doing all the things that, you know, the framework of what other people have told you to do and it just hasn't happened yet. Don't be like 90% of our world that tries to start businesses and they walk away before they have gotten that first drop or that success story or those, that income that they're looking for. I promise you, this is all about gaining momentum. And I also know that right now there are many of you that over the past couple of months, you've really looked at, you know, our time that we've been in quarantine and you've said, all right, I am going to put everything that I have into this side hustle and I am going to make it my thing. And so over the past few months, you are that person that is pumping the well and you have gotten a few drops of water, but it's not enough water to be able to walk away from what you're doing as your full-time income but you're just right there. You're just right there. And now sports are starting to open back up and, you know, kids activities, and maybe you're going back into an office or back into your job again, or, you know, your kids are now out of school for the summer. So there isn't that school routine or you're traveling and vacations and, you know, you're outside wanting to do more things because we can just be around other people. And so what happens is I see so many people take their foot off the gas. They just stop doing what got them there because they're overwhelmed. Because maybe, just maybe, you know, this side hustle that you thought was going to be further along than it is right now, it's just not there yet. 
So why bother? Why keep working this hard when eh, my other job isn't all that bad? I mean, I'd really like to do this passion. I'd really like to make that my full-time income, but it's just a lot of work. So the number one thing that we have to do right now is we actually need to raise the level of awareness. We have to become aware of the fact that we are actually right starting to self-sabotage. We are starting to make excuses. We're starting to let ourselves rationalize why it's okay to stay where we're at. And that's not okay. That's not okay. I know you want more. So number one, we become aware. Then we have to say to ourselves, all right, my big goal of creating a significant enough income so I can make my my hustle, my side hustle, my full-time job, right? That's the big overarching goal. But what do I need to focus on that is directly in front of me? What are going to be the small steps that if I would add up all those small steps are actually going to get me to the big, big goal of creating that significant full-time income? And that's where we need to put our blinders on. So anytime you start to think about, oh my gosh, this goal is so overwhelming. It's so big. How will I ever get there? You have to say, look, nobody gets there in one fell swoop. Nobody. The only way to get to the big goal is to take a series of significant daily actions repeated over time. So what are my daily actions going to be? But what do these actions mean to me? Like, why am I willing to get up early in the morning? Why am I willing to stay up late at night? Why am I willing to not watch my favorite TV show and do my business work? You know, why am I willing to do that in the short term? right? So you have to know why you're willing to take the action. And so, you know, this is something that I mentor my team. I mentor our community members on. We actually talked about it in our community on Friday when we did our Friday Q&A is we talked about your goals and do your goals matter to you? And if they do, how do we make it tangible, like the short-term tangible? And so, you know, let's say that you, your big vision is I want to quit my full-time job so I can do my part-time hustle as my career. Okay. So what does it mean to you right now? Like what is the immediate goal? And maybe it is, okay, I need to make enough money to pay for my car payment or my, my expenses for the month. Right. So maybe it's just like your car payment, your mortgage, you know, your student loans, your health insurance. And so you put a dollar amount, right. And then you make a thermometer. It can be drawn on a sheet of notebook paper and maybe it is like $1,000. I need my part-time hustle to make me $1,000 this month. Or I want my part-time hustle to pay for our trip to the beach, right? And maybe that's, you know, $500 or whatever it may be. And so then you put that on your fridge. You put that in your kitchen. You put it somewhere where everybody in the house can see what you're working towards. And then every time you make a sale, every time you create income, you go and you color it in. You color in part of that thermometer. And so now the entire house is keeping you accountable to what you want and it's tangible. It's like the work I'm doing right now, I see the benefit. If I don't do it, I'm not getting myself any closer to the goal. Maybe it's your kids really want to do this like fun weekend away at, I don't know, I'm thinking of like an outdoor, you know, park or they want to go on an excursion or they want to go fishing for the weekend or, you know, they want to buy, they want to get a new bike because you want to go on a family bike ride. So you put that on a thermometer and you say, look, mom is, this is what I'm working on. And by you guys giving me the space to do my work, I'm going to make the money so we can go do this specific thing as a family. And now you have one piece of the bigger 
picture, right? This one piece of the puzzle. If you continue to add these things up over time, they are going to lead you down the path of creating freedom. So as business owners, we have to learn not to just see the big picture, but how do we break that big picture down into what do I need to be doing today that's going to help to get me there? How does selling five new products help get me to the bigger picture? It's having that awareness of an understanding of how all these moving parts work together. The next one, number three, it's not happening fast enough. It's never going to happen as fast as you would like. And that's important for us to have clear expectations is I know that if I want to make X amount of money by September 1st, it is most likely not going to happen as fast as I want it to. I, the more realistic time frame is probably October 31st, right? I always give myself a cushion of six weeks. I always know that my hard work and what I've done is going to be slow at the beginning, but then it's going to have exponential growth. And I have to repeat this phrase to myself over and over. And I, it's been on a sticky note on my computer screen for years. And it is, I will delay instant gratification for long-term success. I will delay instant gratification for long-term success. Here's an example, a real life example. When I launched my network marketing business, it was about 22 months into the business and I was watching people around me, my circle of people in the business that I was, you know, that were sort of success partners with me. They were just a, a little bit further along, which meant their income was higher and they were taking these lavish vacations. They were buying these beautiful homes, right? They were doing all of these things with their money that Matt and I were not doing. And, and I kept saying to myself, I will delay instant gratification for long-term success. And that meant that we weren't going to spend the money on a new home. We weren't going to take the lavish vacation. It meant that we were going to save and we were going to be smart with every single penny that we were making because we knew that our long-term goals or financial freedom. We knew that our long-term goals, our, our delaying instant gratification, which meant not keeping up with the Joneses, it meant just doing what we were doing in the here and now, meant that we would actually have financial freedom in the future. And it's kind of crazy to kind of watch how that's transpired because we were so disciplined, so willing to not just feed that need for instant gratification. It's put us in a totally financial, different situation today because of those decisions. Or let's look at it as just a daily to-do. Do you know how many times my alarm would go off at five in the morning and I would be like, five more minutes, five more minutes, five more. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. I am willing to do what other people are not willing to do so I can have what other people wish they could have three to five years from now. I was willing to sacrifice the sleep for the business growth. On Saturday and Sunday morning when the rest of the world was like, I deserve to sleep in, I was awake. I was doing my business because I have two small boys and they needed their mama and I wanted to be with them on the weekends, which meant I needed to get up and get my work done that needed to get done so I could go spend time with them in the afternoon. I was delaying instant gratification of sleep for myself so that now here in 2020, I can sleep in a little bit more on the weekends. I delayed gratification in 2011 so I could build an empire that got me to where I am today. And guys, I didn't just delay instant gratification for six months. I want to tell you this was like eight years. For eight years, 
right? But I delayed instant gratification in some way. It was maybe watching TV or, you know, being completely unplugged, you know, at certain times. Like there were choices I made because I knew what I wanted. And so everybody, you're all of your, whatever you're delaying, your gratification, the things that, that really, that you are like, gosh, I'm going to have to give this up in order to get to this, right? Each of that's different. It looks different based on if you have kids, if you're married, if you own a home or you don't own a home, you know, whatever your situation is. But I realized that if I wanted to get to the next level, I was going to have to make some sacrifices. And if something sounds like it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. There is nothing in life that is going to be handed to you. You are going to have to work for everything. And I wish I could tell you it would be easy. I wish that I could tell you that growing in your career was going to be simple, but it's not. It's not, nothing worth having is, is going to be, it's not going to come without a risk or a fight or some hard work along the way. So I think knowing that is the bottom line, like knowing that I'm going to have to delay some sort of gratification in some way, shape or form to get there. Now, it doesn't mean that you give up your whole life. It doesn't mean that you don't get to enjoy things. It doesn't mean that you don't have healthy boundaries, but you just learn to say, hey, is this something I need to do right now because it's going to help me advance in my career? Or am I crossing the boundaries a little bit? Could be, could I be a little more efficient with my time and actually get all the things that I need to get done done? You know, how can I be more productive? Which kind of leads to the, that does lead me to the next point, which is based on the 24 hours that we have in a day, right? We all have the same 24 hours in the day. Why, why are some people wildly productive and other people are not? And the answer to that question is we have to learn to look at our weekly list. We have to learn to look at our to-dos and we have to learn to be a little bit more aware of how we're spending our time. And that means we prioritize our to-do list. So Every single Sunday, I sit down with my, with my planner. I sit down with my calendar and the agenda for the week, what's coming down the pipeline, what are the things that I know I need to start planning out that need to happen. And I already start to begin to plan out my week. And I take this to-do list that I create And I always just start with kind of like a brain dump. So I kind of dump everything on a sheet of paper and then I organize, I categorize it based on priority. Not everything on your to-do list must get done. Not everything on your to-do list is high priority. There are going to be things that you put on that list that don't need to be done this week. So a couple of things, asking yourself, do I need to do this right now? Does this thing that's on my to-do list, is it of importance and is it directly tied to income? Yes or no, okay? So if your answer is no, I don't need to do this. It's a nice to have. I'm gonna move it to the bottom. Or yes, I need to do this because I actually have a deadline that I need to meet by tomorrow. So everything else has to stop and this is my only focus for right now. And we learn to prioritize our to-do list based on what is going to get us to our goals the fastest. So I really look at my week and I say, all right, what am I saying yes to? Because by saying yes to this means I'm also saying no to something else. I also look at what are my days during the week when I have help, when I have a babysitter, when I can enlist my spouse in support, and I start to make a calendar. 
So I go into every Monday morning knowing when I'm going to work, right? What are my top priorities? And what do I, what does my outcome need to be at the end of the week? So my outcomes are always directly tied to income. So my outcome, if I say to myself, I need to have five new people signed up for my mentorship, I know that that means the amount of money that I'm going to make. Then if I know my outcome, right, is five new people, now I can say, what are the activities that need to be done every day throughout the next week to get me to those five people in that mentorship? It might be I need to send out a follow-up email. It might mean I need to answer the questions in my inbox about the mentorship. It might mean I need to go live and talk about, you know, why investing in your business matters. It may mean I've got stories going up and testimonials. And then if somebody comes in and says, hey, Melanie, you know, I would love for you to speak on my, on my podcast this week. And I'm going, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to fit that in. You know, I have to get these five mentorship spots filled. Then maybe you say, I'd love to speak on your podcast, but I have a really big deadline this week. Do you think we could look at the week after? Do you see how I did that? It's not that I said, no, I don't want, I can't do it at all. It was just that within this week, it's not going to be in line with my priorities. Or if somebody came and said, oh my gosh, I've got this new supplement that's launching, you know, tomorrow, but you know that your main goal is selling these five mentorships. You're like, great. Glad your supplements, our supplements are launching tomorrow. That will have to be a next week thing because I'm focused on this one thing this week. Okay. Or I'll give you another example. So many times in my business, I've had people say to me, oh, Melanie, just skip nap time. Your kids don't need to take a nap. Like, let's just go to the zoo. We'll blow off the afternoon. And I'm like, yeah. I work for myself. I get to make my own hours. Of course, I can blow off the afternoon and go to the zoo. I can, but gosh, my big goal right now is selling these five mentorships because that's going to how we're going to be able to take our kids on that long weekend vacation. And I know that I'm typically too tired at night. If I, if I go to the zoo, I'll be exhausted and, you know, I won't want to do the work at night. And based on my past habits, I will probably not do the work needed to get done. And so I say to myself, my friends, I say, look, I would love to go to the zoo with you, but unfortunately I already have another commitment. I can't go, but maybe next week we could go because I'm thinking I need those kids to take a nap because I need to do that stuff for that mentorship. And then once I sell those five mentorships, I can go to the zoo next week because I've checked that deadline off the box. So do you see how you have to learn to set the parameters? You got to learn to set the boundaries to get the work done so that you can then do the things you want to do. All right. So yes, you know, we all have a job that gives us flexibility and freedom, but we also have to be disciplined to getting the results we want to get so we can continue to grow the kinds of freedom we want to have. The next thing that we have to be able to do is we have to learn to ask for help. So many times, and even early on in my business, I was like, I know how to auto schedule posts. I know how to make all the recognition graphics. I know how to do Canva. I can send those emails. It was like, I knew how to do it. I can do it. But I had a mentor that said to me, Melanie, what is the best use of your time? What are the things that only you can do? And I was like, well, I'm the only one that can make the live videos. I'm the only one that can record the podcast. I'm the only one that can do the trainings. I have to spend my time on those things, but I could make the graphics, but I bet I could find an assistant that could do it better than me. 
or I bet I could teach somebody how to auto, auto schedule the content in my, my groups because I mean, that's something that takes me hours when I could be creating content that's original for the page and for the platform and for the business. And so bringing on my first assistant at 10 hours a week was the best decision I ever made. I took 10 hours off my plate. I gave myself 10 hours of creative time to pour back into my business. It was the best decision of my life. And I know it's an investment and many people are like, oh, but I'm not making enough money yet to hire a sitter and or to hire an assistant. And I get it. But sometimes you have to be willing to invest in your business to be able to get ahead in your business. Sometimes you have to be willing to invest to get ahead. So it's not when I make the money, then I'll do this. Sometimes you're saying to yourself, by me investing in this, it's actually going to help me grow the money a lot faster. And then the last thing that I will say when it comes to this side hustle is that we have to remember what is the one thing? What is, and it's on a sticky note on my computer, it says, what is the one thing I can do such by doing that, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. So there are going to be a lot of opportunities. Like the, an example is when I was growing the network marketing business, I was also teaching live group X classes and I was a really good group X instructor and my classes were filling up crazy enough. That's what I did. And so they asked me to open up another class on another night. And I thought to myself, okay, doing these group X classes, it's a great funnel into my business but I'm only funneling people that are in front of me that are taking my class. And it takes me an hour to get there, get set up, you know, run the class for an hour. Then I stay for another hour talking to people. Then I have to drive home and it's at least three, if not three and a half hours out of my evenings away from my family where I'm not making that much money. And I could take an hour and a half of that time and I could sit in front of my computer and I could connect and create and follow up and cultivate connections that lead me to exponential growth way faster than three and a half, four hours being gone teaching a class for maybe 30 people max. And so I had to go to that person and say, thank you so much for the opportunity, but unfortunately I'm going to have to decline because it just is not in line with my priorities right now. Because my priorities were that if I put the effort into the business online, I would make more money, which would allow me to get to freedom faster. There's going to be a lot of opportunities that are going to come up where it's fast money, it's quick money, it's right in front of you. But you always have to be saying, is this in line with the bigger picture? I will delay instant gratification for long-term success. Is saying yes to this task getting me closer to the end result? And there is sacrifice involved. I can't tell you that it's going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. And right now where you are at this point where your part-time hustle is ramping up and you're, you're not quite seeing the fruits of your labor, I want you to go back to the pumping of the well. I want you to think about that story. Go get The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I want you to read The Pumping of the Well chapter. And I want you to remember what I'm saying. That when you focus on the fact that anything is possible, your dreams can become the reality and that it's going to take time and it's going to take effort and I'm going to have to learn to be patient and it's going to be uncomfortable, but I know that this is happening for me. 
I know that everything that I'm learning, every obstacle I'm faced with, this is happening for me and not to me. And when I begin to make that kind of a shift, that is truly where change happens. You guys, we are all in just the craziest time of life right now. But if it's not COVID, it'll be something else. We will learn to go through crisis and situation and change and transition for the rest of our life. But as we learn to navigate the challenges in front of us right now, this current transition, we're actually arming ourselves with experience for what is to come. So friends, as you're listening to this today, I hope this this gives you some simple tactical and practical advice and mindset. Planning is key. Knowing where you want to go. Go back to the beginning of this podcast episode. Draw out your goal, the thermometer. Set your monthly benchmark. Put it up for your family to see. Plan out your time. Understand what are going to be some of the sacrifices I'm going to have to make. And then when I start to have moments where I doubt that it's ever going to happen, remember patience. Remember patience. Remember, it never happens as fast as you want it to, but it will happen. Can you outwork the competition? Can you outlast the competition? Can you stay the course and be that person that rises up when everybody else quits? That small percentage of people, those are the ones achieving financial freedom. And I want to see you be that person too. You guys... Thank you so much for tuning into the Make Chic Happen podcast today. Make sure you head on over to iTunes and drop a rating and review. Let us know what you loved about the Make Chic Happen podcast and even just favorite quote that we said, share it on your Instagram stories. We'd love to feature people that are checking out the podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Make Chic Happen podcast too for updates and special informations. And also sometimes we do some giveaways and um, some special discounts on services. So make sure to check us out there and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta. If you loved our podcast, be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time. 